Hello there, Virginia. It's that time again, folks. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's big dog radio program, The Really Real Deal. And, uh, folks, we have a fantastic program lined up for you today. And, uh, and of course, uh, today we have Mrs. Hatchet is joining us. And uh, Mrs. Hatchet is always shy in these moments. And uh, she's just waving hi. And we have Maximus. Maximus the Hatchet Hound. Uh, we had Maximus and Mrs. Hatchet in here with me a couple of weeks ago, and a, and a caller called up, and and he called uh, Maximus. Now, Maximus is not a hound. Maximus is a part terrier and a part schnauzer. And, uh, and Maximus kind of took a little offense at being called Hatchet Hound, but later on, Maximus said, well, you know what, Pops? <laughs> I don't mind being called a hatchet hound. And, uh, <laughs> and the funny thing, a uh, little story I told about uh, my dog Maximus, that he's not an EBT dog. He's a capitalist, okay, just like your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, uh, Brother Craig. We're we always talking about the, uh, the Christian conservative constitutional capitalistic coalition and uh, and Maximus, he said, yeah, I like that capitalism part. And uh, so whenever he wants a treat, he'll do a trick because he's actually earning his treat. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> as a matter of fact, when we got him, he was, uh, what was he, about 43 pounds or so, 42, 43 pounds. And he's, uh, he's about 51 pounds now. So you can see he's quite a capitalist, okay? <laughs> but anyway, happy to be here, folks. And um we pray you all are well out there. And uh, as we've been doing here for uh, all throughout the Lenten season, uh, we've been starting the program with a, a little bit about Lent. And uh, we have a really, really fantastic guest uh, coming on today. He'll be joining us in a very few minutes. His name is Matt Walsh. And uh, Matt is a writer with The Blaze. And he's written a great book called The Unholy Trinity. And uh, blocking the left's assault on life, marriage, and gender. And uh, Matt's a millennial, and I'm telling you, this guy, hey, he's tough. He gets it. Okay, he gets it. And uh, so we're looking very much forward to his interview. And uh, we have so much uh, more to talk about uh, today. Not only do we have uh, a little bit on um, Lent and, uh, of course, Palm Sunday, uh, is coming up, and then next week we have Good Friday, and then after that, of course, Easter. And uh, and as I've been saying all week, folks, uh, this is a really, really special time of year for, for we who are members of the Christian community, we who are part of the body of Christ, uh, because, uh, folks, you know, we make a big deal in our society of Christmas, as is appropriate. And, of course, you who are longtime listeners, you know uh, the Hatchet Man is a Christmas baby, okay? We play, we, we love our Christmas music, not Santa Claus music, but our Christmas music. But, and, every, and just everything about Christmas and, and Christmas, as I like to call it. But the thing about it, folks, uh, in this time of, of the season, in, in our Christian calendar, if Easter is not 
true, then Christmas is not true. And so the more important holiday for Christians is Easter. And so we're looking very much forward to having that discussion. Uh, And hopefully when we open the phone lines up later on in the program, we'll get some callers uh, that would like to talk about that. And uh, but other things we have to talk about, uh, of course, we had a fantastic uh, debate down in Kenbridge, Virginia, Thursday night. Now, of course, absent Ed Gillespie did not show, but that look, it was it was a great show without absent Ed Gillespie, because I'm telling you, folks, Corey Stewart and Senator Frank Wagner, they were stellar. They knocked it out of the park, and the. Republican Party of Lunenburg County could not have been more gracious or put on a better uh, production. It was a it was a really, really class a um, effort that they put out. And I really and I pray and hope that we have some new listeners out there in Kenbridge and in uh, in Buckingham in in Lunenburg County. Uh, and I know, and I told a lot of folks we were on FM, and, and we are. You know, last week we were broadcasting on FM. There's a little minor hiccup, and we'll do to come back on FM on uh, this Thursday. And so, uh, so far, uh, I think my program is the only one that has broadcast on the, on the FM, which was last Saturday. But there was, there was like I said, there was a minor hiccup uh, with, the, uh, the, with the FM, the FM, which is 107.7, will be back on on Thursday, okay? So, uh, but the other things we, we have to talk about, uh, Mrs. Hatchett and I, uh, we saw this fantastic movie yesterday, The Case for Christ. And this is a, a true story by Lee Strobel. And uh, Lee Strobel wrote this book some years ago, and it's finally been made into a movie. We highly encourage you please go see this movie the case for christ and this was lee strobel was a pulitzer prize winning journalist and uh when his when his uh wife became a christian uh he he was an atheist and they were both atheists early on but he was the driver of their atheism and when when his wife uh gave up atheism and became a Christian, this, this man tried to use that great big brain of his, okay? And he wanted to go out and quote, unquote, prove <laughs> that God is not real and that the, uh, what we celebrate here in the Easter season, the resurrection of Jesus Christ did not occur. He set out to prove that it did not occur. And in the process, found out that there there is so much proof that it did occur that all, all of his barriers were broken down and he's not only is Lee Strobel now a Christian Lee Strobel is now a Christian minister okay has a mega church in Houston Texas and so uh, we just highly encourage uh, that and uh, and I think we have uh, we, we have our guests lined up so what we're going to do, Uh, We're going to take our first break of the day, and when we come back from that first break, we will introduce to you uh, again our guest for today, Matt Walsh of The Blaze, and this fantastic book he's written, Unholy Trinity. We will be right back. A man and his microphone. 
Brother Craig. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, thefirstamendmentinc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, with a little bit of that beautiful, beautiful song. And that version of Amazing Grace was by Judy Collins. Very beautiful. And uh, and as promised, folks, we have our fantastic guest on the line with us, Matt. Uh, okay, we're having a, a little a little hiccup here, uh, a little technical difficulty. Uh, uh, Matt is uh, okay. We all right. So. We're waiting uh, to to reconnect with Matt Walsh, and uh, I'm not sure what has happened there. But to get back to sharing sharing with you some of the uh, other items that we have, which a lot of these we're going to have to cover in the second hour of today's program. Uh, we already shared with you the uh, the movie, The Case for Christ, and and of course uh, we're going to talk about the debate that I was honored to be the. Um, 
the moderator for it was absolutely a, a fantastic, an, an absolutely fantastic uh, performance uh, by both of the combatants that showed up. And, of course, we will be talking about the uh, Donald Trump missile strike. And, uh, okay, so we now we're back with our fantastic guest. Matt, how you doing there? I'm doing well. How are you? I am very well. And uh, and look, for a Gen Xer like me who knows how to sling the hatchet of truth, and you know my, my saying is the truth is my hatchet, I bring it and I sling it, I'm so happy, Matt. We now have a millennial here, okay? In reading your book, I'm like, wow, this guy can bring it and sling it. Congratulations. You did a fantastic job. Well, well, thank you very much for that for that introduction. I really appreciate that. I like your saying too, "Hatchet of Truth." That's a good that's a good way to put it. I might I might have to use that myself sometime. Look, please feel free. You can use it anytime, okay? And uh, I'm telling you, I've got so many of these sayings, and uh, when 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 these uh, establishment, these fossilized establishment Republicans that want to be uh, part time Republicans and part time something else, the new phrase that I've coined is. Low fat Republicans, okay. Zero grams onion power. Zero grams ability to think outside the box, and uh, zero grams. You fill in the blank for the next one, buddy. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. Now you, there's an old saying about you. You finish the way you start. You start strong in this book, and folks, you got to get this book, The Unholy Trinity: Blocking the Left's Assault on Life, Marriage, and Gender. And man, you go right after you. You might as well have been going after their godfather, Saul Alinsky. Uh, <laughs> how he stuck Lucifer right on the first page of his book. You stick Lucifer on the first page of your book, except you're not being complimentary. No, I, I can't say that I am. But uh, I'm also, you know, I'm trying to to speak to a truth that, uh, you know, in my estimation, from what I've noticed, liberalism is the rejection of objective truth. Of God, and so in that sense, it's uh, it's you know identical to to Satanism. You know, it's, it is yeah. the rejection of truth, the rejection of God, the putting of the self above above God. Yeah, and I love the way you put it here too. Um, Non-servium, I will not serve. That uh, Lucifer, uh, the the angel, fell because he loved himself so much he refused to serve, and the the uh, the left. Always, they're always on the attack to call Christian conservative constitutionalists like ourselves. We're mean. We hate women. We hate uh, brown people. We hate yellow people. We hate children, clean air. You just go down a long list of things we supposedly hate. But yet, when you look at who's doing the serving in this nation, it's uh, conservative communities that uh, donate more money, donate more blood, donate more time. Yeah, I, yeah, I think you're exactly you're exactly right about that, because you know the the hatred thing. That's when someone has, uh, you know, they don't have the truth on their side, they don't have logic or reason or morality on their side, then all they have left is to just fling insults. So yeah, and that's, and, that's that, just... and that's it. And then when we hit back, we're being mean, and uh, and and you and you hit back, and you hit back hard. And I'm I'm just so glad that uh, we have a millennial generation out here that are, you know, good, strong Christians. And, and, and look, throughout the whole book, you're singing my song, man. It's like we're on the same uh, page in the hymn book. 
uh, I'm always talking about the Christian conservative constitutional capitalistic coalition and how our Christian faith informs these other items in in those five C's. Uh, and, 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 and it seems, Matt, when people try to uh, use just conservatism or just constitutionalism or just capitalism without it being informed by Christianity, it seems hollow and, and, and weak. And, and it seems like it's easy for the left to knock those people off their perch. Am, am I correct in that? Yeah, it is. And the reason why it's easy to knock them down, and I, I agree with you, that you've got to be, you can't take Christianity, you can't take God out of it. And I think the reason is, you know, God and Christianity, that's the foundation, that's the root. So that's kind of what you're rooted in. And uh, if you don't have that as a conservative, then you're sort of like a big tree without, you know, with very shallow roots, and, and anything can knock you down. So this is what all of our other viewpoints on every other topic, you know, our, our belief in human rights and all that kind of stuff, well, that, that comes from the fact that we believe we're endowed by a creator right. with it, dignity and sanctity of life. So you can't skip over that or, or, uh, or try to minimize that. That's what everything is founded in, and we have to always you know, uh, be sending that message and, and standing by that message. Yeah. The founding fathers didn't skip over it. They were so humble and so service-oriented and so concerned about people other than themselves, the nation, the future, that they didn't think that they even had the right to grant rights, that they, they said that our rights come from God and that their role was not to grant them, abridge them, amend them, deny them, expand them, but only to do one thing to protect rights that are already given to us by God Almighty. Yeah, when you, and when you get away from that idea, then you'll, uh, you end up with what we have now, where people are inventing a whole bunch of new rights that have nothing to do with you know, natural law or with God, and uh, all of a sudden we have a right to you know, free things, we have a right to free birth control and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, a $10 uh, so item, birth control. $10, you can buy enough for a whole month. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. and, and, and I mean it's it, it, it and then when you oppose that, oh, you 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 hate women. It's 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 just totally ridiculous. Now I know our time is short, so let me let you run with it for a minute and just give your uh, most important aspect of this fantastic book, uh, and also how folks can get a hold of you. Yeah, well, you can get the book on uh, Amazon, or you should be able to get it Barnes and Noble. But of course, most people are buying it on Amazon these days. These days, and what I hope to accomplish with the book is to explain, um, you know, that these three areas, life, marriage, and gender, are the center battlefields of the culture war, and this is where we need to be engaged as Christians and conservatives. And um, this is how, it's, it's through these avenues, it's through the left's three-pronged attack on life, marriage, and gender, that they've been able to get such a stranglehold on our culture. And so we can't, we need to focus on these, we need to understand that these are our, our foundational principles. And uh, to understand that the left, you know, their, their assault on the culture is rooted in these three areas, trying to redefine human life, marriage, and gender. And so I hope that the book is, you know, if any liberals pick it up and read it, I hope they find it compelling, the arguments compelling as well. But mainly I'm, I'm writing it so that other conservatives and Christians can read it, understand their own side, what their own, you know, what our principles ought to be, and yeah. hopefully feel united and galvanized around it. So that, that's what I hope to do with the book. And uh, and, uh, you're doing a great job, man, and I, and I pray that they get it, read it, buy two copies out there, folks, one for yourself, one for, you know, a family member, a friend, 
or, or you know, a well-meaning Democrat. <laughs> Just sounds uh, good to me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we we are in a literal war. As we every four generations, this nation we go to war with ourselves. Every four generations, like clockwork, and from the Revolution uh, to four generations later, the Civil War to four generations later, World War Two. And we're now four generations later, and we're at it again. Except this time, Matt, it seems like because there are no bullets flying, at least not yet, our side does not think we are in a war, but their side, they're on, they've been on the march for, for decades. Yeah, just because uh, it's not a physical war doesn't mean there's no war going on. The war is, you know, it comes down to it, it's a spiritual war, just like we're told in Scripture. Amen. This is a war. This is a war of spirits, and um, but it, and that means that there's more than lives at stake. There's there are souls at stake here. So, uh, so that's why we need to be engaged and uh, and united, have a united front. Amen. Yeah, the opposition is united. The Christian conservative constitutional capitalistic coalition needs to be united as well. Thank you so much, Matt. I, I appreciate it. Thank, thanks a lot for having me on. I appreciate it. It's an honor. And look, we're going to have to have you on another time when you have a little bit more time. But I understand everybody wants a piece of you right now. So you go <laughs> knock it out the park, brother. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thanks God, a lot. God bless you. You have a wonderful Holy Week. You you as well. Thank you okay. very much. Thank you. All right. all right. Well, all right, folks. That was Matt Walsh there and um, the book. And again, I highly re- recommend this book. You, you've got to get this book, folks, The Unholy Trinity. And I'm telling you, and if, if you like The Hatchet Man, you will love Matt Walsh. I mean, it, uh, a, and, and what I'm excited about, okay, is that, you know, I'm getting to be, you know, I don't want to, my wife knows I'm getting ready to say an old guy. <laughs> I better, and now I said it. <laughs> She's just looking at me. <laughs> Yeah, Mrs. Hatchet runs a tight ship, folks. <laughs> but anyway, it's really, really great. As um, you know, as I like to say, you know, I'm just running my leg of the race. I've received this precious baton from my elders, and all I want to do, folks, is hand the baton off to the millennial generation and let them bring it on home. And I'm telling you, Matt Walsh, he's been studying under somebody because this guy, he really gets it. Uh, he really understands what's important. And for our friends, our, our many other friends in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition who like to poo-poo uh, what they call the, um, they, they like to call us social conservatives. And they like to call these issues that Matt writes about social issues as though, oh, well, that's not as important as the national debt. Because if the nat- the national debt is going to cause inflation and job loss and yada yada yada, and also it's not as important as uh, national security. And folks, it's a three-legged stool. They are all important. They are all equally important. Okay, the society needs protection from terrorism. We need fiscal responsibility, and we need godly principles so that we can live in peace with our fellow man. All three are important, and we're going to let that be the last word up until this uh, bottom of the hour news break, and your friendly neighborhood hatchet man will return. A man and his microphone. Brother Craig. Listen as your day unfolds. Challenge what the future holds. Try and keep your head up to the sky. 
Whatever's they may cause you tears. Go ahead, release your fears. Stand up and be counted. Don't be ashamed to cry. You gotta be, you gotta be bad. You gotta be bold. You gotta be wiser. You gotta be hard. You gotta be tough. You gotta. Welcome back to the program, Virginia, your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog radio program, The Really Real Deal, in the studio here with the ever-lovely Mrs. Hatchet and our faithful little sidekick, uh, Maximus, otherwise known as the Hatchet Hound. And uh, <laughs> Maximus is sitting here right up under my feet and... Uh, he must think I have another treat for him, but uh, he's had all the treats that I have. And, uh, you know, my little capitalist dog that uh, he will perform for his treats. So he he's not an EBT dog. You know, if he was an EBT dog, I'd take him back where we got him from. OK, so <laughs> little Maximus, he earns his keep and uh, and he's certified. OK, so he's a he's a cool little fellow. But uh, anyway, 804. 454-1366 is the number, and uh, we are, for the very first time, uh, live streaming on Facebook. I would love to get a call from someone that is watching on Facebook, all right? This is my, I'm not, you know, these fingers, I'm telling, if you could see me type on the computer here, I hunt and peck with two fingers, okay? And uh, I am not a very technical guy. So, and odd, here I am, uh, a communicator, and uh, but when it comes to this button pushing and the technology, uh, I have a lot to learn. But the number is 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. And uh, you just heard an interview there with uh, a, a really, uh, really up-and-coming young millennial writer, Matt Walsh, uh, his book, we we highly, as a matter of fact, for you who are uh, on on Facebook, I'll hold the book up for you here, okay? The the Unholy Trinity. You got to get that book. And again, we we mentioned earlier about the movie, The Case for Christ. And uh, and you know this, we love doing um, we love doing holidays. I I don't care what the you know I like to I even like the old word that was used, holy days. And uh, with Holy Week coming up, Easter, uh, we just love this time of year. I love it just, you know, really just as much. Uh, well, I guess Christmas is different because with Christmas, everyone is in the Christmas mood. All right. Whereas in Easter, it's a smaller group, but it's the faithful are in an Easter mood. And, uh, and my prayer is that more people, more Christians would understand the significance of Easter and get more in the Easter mood. And I would like to uh, announce also that at um, Fairmount Christian Church, we will be having sunrise service Easter morning, uh, 6.30 a.m. And uh, it's my understanding that many, many churches in the Richmond area do not have sunrise services. And so we want to extend a very warm, cordial, and Christian-loving invitation 
to you who are out there who may desire to go to a, uh, a sunrise service Easter morning. And, and perhaps uh, your church is one of the many churches that will not have an Easter sunrise service. And it, it's just fine for you guys to come by Fairmount, uh, worship with us at 630 for the sunrise service, and then uh, go on to your, your regular service, uh, you know, whether it's, you know, an earlier service or an 11 o'clock service. We would love to have you. And Fairmount Christian Church is on Creighton Road, right at 295 on the Hanover side of um, the Chickahominy River there. And it's uh, about, a, it's about I guess, a mile from St. Paul's. Uh, St. Paul's is on the Henrico side of uh, the river and, and, and 295. Fairmount is on the Hanover side. And so I would just love to extend that. And next Saturday we're going to have uh, the senior pastor, uh, Brother Rick Rains, he will be joining us uh, in our 11 o'clock hour, and, uh, and we'll talk more about it then. And, uh, but in the meantime, again, the phone number here is uh, 804-454-1366. Uh, so much we can talk about. We can do politics. Uh, we can do the uh, Easter season. We can do the Trump missile strike uh, right there sitting uh, having tea with the Chinese president, <laughs> talk about a strong move, man. Now, that is a move, okay? Uh, we could talk about the uh, Supreme Court. Uh, Gorsuch got confirmed, uh, 5445. Uh, or we could talk about, hey, one of my favorite subjects. I'm a history buff. I was a history major in college. This week in history is one of my favorite subjects, and uh, it just... Now, again, 804-454-1366. I'm just going to go down the list here of events that occurred this week in history. Now, if one of these events strikes a chord with you out there, pick the phone up and call into the program. Now, on, the, on April 2nd, the year 1453, that is when Constantinople was uh, put under siege by Mehmet II. He began the siege. Now, Constantinople fell uh, on May 29th, and it was renamed Istanbul, okay? So that's a, a and, you know, and folks talk about, you know, we're going to broker peace in the Middle East. And, and I, how long have I been saying this? I've been, I've been, this is my ninth year on the air. I'm going to tell you, folks, I've been saying it for nine years, all right? Actually, I've been saying it longer than that. I've just been saying it nine years on the air, all right? And the simple fact of the matter is that the Islamic world has been at war with everyone since their founding. Everyone, okay? They're even at war with themselves. And so here, appropriate thing to mention for this week in history, April 2nd, uh, 1453. That's not last week, folks. Okay, the United States of America was not even thought of. And, and yet you have people in this nation who think that every, well, let me not say what people think because I'm not a mind reader. They say. They, now, there's a distinct difference in me saying that a person thinks something and me saying that a person says something. Because, because you say something does not mean you believe what you say. You may be a liar something to think about, okay? 
particularly you out there who are low-fat Republicans. I hope you're taking notes, okay? But um, anyway, another thing that happened April 2nd, this time 1917, President Wilson went to war, and he went to Congress first, all right? How about that? Honoring the Constitution. Actually went to Congress and asked, all right? He asked Congress to declare war on Germany in World War One. Oh, wouldn't it be great to get back to uh, the Constitution here, all right? Now, April 3rd, 1922, Joseph Stalin appointed General Secretary of the Russian Communist Party by none other than Vladimir Ilyich Lenin, the inventor of universal health care. Okay, now, what was Joseph Stalin's nickname by Democrats in the United States of America? Uncle Joe. All right, Uncle Joe. Something to remember the next time you hear Democrats wailing about uh, that Russia hacked the election because they wanted Trump to, to become president and not Hillary. It's absolutely a malicious lie. It's not a mistake. It is not an error. It is a lie. It is a part of what I've been saying uh, for quite some time that the left, the uh, what I call the coalition of evil, that they are actually engaged in strategic indirect warfare. And we are literally at war with these people. Okay, literally. It's just that many of us don't know it. Obviously, your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, I know it. Obviously, my previous guest, Matt Walsh, he knows it. But there are many people that do not know that we are at war. And in strategic indirect warfare, it's strategic and it is indirect. Okay? And uh, remember, Sun Tzu said the greatest victory that you win, the greatest battle that you win is the battle you never have to fight. Now, this is thousands of years ago this was written. So if you can win a battle without fighting, what is that? Strategic, indirect warfare. The Word of God says there is no new thing under the sun. Something again to remember. Again on April 3rd, the very first portable cell phone call is made, okay? April 3rd, 19. 73. And look at what these phones have done now. And, and, and see, this is another part of that, that the five C's, the, the coalition includes capitalism and capitalism is so creative. There's a thing called the creative destruction in capitalism. And what creative destruction does is when something superior comes along, that which is inferior and outmoded has to go away. And folks, there are a lot of things in this world that need to go away. And the best thing to do to make them go away is to invent something better. All right. And so, matter of fact, here I am live streaming on Facebook with my cell phone. Okay. And, uh, and again, we, we get to one of these items you guys want to ch uh, chime in on. 804-454-1366 is the number. Now, April 3rd of just last year, folks. Now, this was a big one. The Panama Papers were published. What was the Panama Papers? 11.5 million confidential documents from an offshore law firm, Mossack Finesca, shows many of, not all, but many of the world's elite engage in really, really widespread illegal activity, okay? 
it was huge. The world's largest data leak to date. The largest, okay? And uh, now we do have a caller, but we're up against a break. And uh, what we're going to do, we're going to ask that caller to hold on until we come back from the break. We do have other lines open. Feel free to call in, 804-454-1366. And so we're going to take, um, okay, we, okay we, we're going to take that break now. A man and his microphone, Brother Craig. Shamati shed a vidin im, a cold plaim, le Elohim, the sheata sonnet of him, Yatua. A cold a gum, umistorim, in all of El Majomamri, umelech me bulbalsha. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, TheFirstAmendmentInc.com, which keeps us on the air. But the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you.
is just really, 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 really beautiful. Uh, that sweet little girl. Oh my goodness. That is, that is really, really beautiful. And now what you don't know about her is that little girl is eight years old. She lost her mother when she was five or six and her mother used to sing this song to her. And so now when she sings this song, she feels like she's singing this song to her mother in heaven. And, uh, and prior to the break, we heard the same song in Hebrew by the Israeli military choir. And so just uh, really, 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 really beautiful, beautiful music. And uh, we do have a couple of callers on the line, and we want to welcome uh, Tommy to today's program. Tommy, how are you? I'm fine, Brother Craig. How are you today? I'm, I'm fantastic. Yes, man, sir. What's, I'm, what's I'm on your to mind that, today? Man. Well, I tell you, um, I'm, I'm, I've come up to uh, to buy a vehicle. I'm on my way back to Florida now, driving here on 85 South, and happy to catch your show and wanted to call you in and just and just thank you for for putting the word out there for us, man. Um, I, I belong to a a men's Bible group there in St. Cloud, Florida, and we, well, the, the the name we give our group is Identify the Lie. Oh, and, okay. You know the, the the premise is that you know that 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 Satan, the great liar, mm-hmm. is at, at work alive and well in this world. And and you got two choices: it is either of God or it isn't yeah, of yeah. God. Now, what day? And when when does your Bible group meet? Every Friday at six p.m. Right okay. behind. We're, look, right I'm about my my Bible group. My Bible group is exactly 18 hours in front of yours. We meet every Thursday at 6 a.m. 
Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah, we're about fifty-one strong now. How many? How many men in your Bible group? We're 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 growing in numbers right now. We're up to about probably twenty-two, twenty-three. Oh, okay. But oh, okay. But it is it's such a blessing. I hope yours is as much a blessing to you as mine is to me. I have one but, thing. Uh, I have one thing to say about my Bible group. How yes, good how good and pleasant it is when brothers can come together. <laughs> yes, sir. In peace. Well, they. Uh, they uh they hold us uh, they hold each other of us accountable yes and uh and that's what we need and it's just a constant reminder about the spiritual warfare yes that's going on you know and that's what we got to realize i heard you mention warfare and it's mm-hmm. like there is a spiritual battle going on in this country Amen. and you cannot if you're a christian you cannot deny that and and you just have to you have to know what you're up against you know yeah. Uh, yeah, we Satan fight not against to... flesh, but against principalities. That's right. And, uh, That's right. And, and look, <laughs> and what kind of places now? Two kind of places, high and what? Heavenly. Low. Okay. Oh, yeah, exactly. High well, and heavenly. Okay. <laughs> That's why I, uh, I got so much enjoyment out of that whole when we go when they go low, we go high. It's like, yeah, really? Oh, That's yeah. No, you talk about no. the great liar, my Lord. But uh, yeah, anyhow, listen, but that's say, just, that I, saying from Ephesians uh, six twelve. That's you know, I'm glad you brought that out. That's very appropriate. <laughs> yes, sir. Listen, I'm enjoying your show, brother oh, Craig. Okay. And I, again, God I'm bless you. Now, what part of Florida? It. What part of Florida? Florida are you from? I've, I'm telling well, you, in in the nine years I've been on radio, we've done probably three or four hundred interviews over the years, and one of yes, my sir. favorite guests is my good friend. Uh, Pastor Carl Gallops, who's uh, up in the panhandle of Florida at uh, Hickory Oak Baptist Church, and he's a prolific author. Um, I mean, and we just, I've had him on the program, I think, seven or eight times now over the years. And, yes, sir. Uh, when you well, get, I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I'm saying when you get back to Florida, look him up and you tell him, Brother Craig, the hatchet man sends much love to him. <laughs> he, he would be a little north of me. I am from Central Florida, uh, right, for lack of better words, right where Disney is at. Oh, okay. Uh, but but yeah. I tell you who who you would have a lot of fun with is the man that heads my my Bible group up, Rodney. And I mean, this guy is he's the type of individual that we can be talking about Ephesians, something Paul has written in Ephesians or Galatians or Corinthians, and he will immediately take us back to another chapter in the Old Testament. He's got that, <laughs> he's got that connective gift, you know, yeah. where he can say, here, oh, man, you would have such a good time talking to him, man. He is totally wrapped up yeah. in the Word. And just, yeah, and we have several Lord. guys like that that are really highly scholarly, uh, you know, uh, one of them, I hope Felix is listening. Give Felix his props. Uh, Felix Cross is uh, is like our resident uh, expert, and and he's not the only one. But I think we all kind of look to him. And, yes, uh, sir. There are times when I wish he was sitting here next to me. <laughs> I yes, actually sir. had the honor of interviewing Felix uh, back during Christmas, or as I like to call it, Christmas. We ha- we had a wonderful. Right. As a matter of fact, that day I interviewed Felix and I interviewed. Uh, Pastor Carl Gallops on the same program. Yeah. Are so. you saying? Are you saying Gathers? G-A-T-A-T-R-S? No, Gallops. Gallops. G A L L U P S. Hickory. Okay. Uh, yeah, Hickory Hammock uh, Baptist Church. Yes, sir. Yeah. I'll yeah, try sir. to. I'll try to hunt him up. Yeah, uh, Gallops. If you uh, look, you Google Carl Gallops. He's all over the place. I mean, he writes as does radio, TV, 
very, very prolific. And uh, yes, sir. Yeah, I yeah. look forward to hearing a bit more about him. Yeah, but and, uh, uh, anyhow, keep checking us out. Now you can you can stream us, and when you get back in Florida, spread the word. I am. I'm going to. I, I hope your uh, your your producer will get back on the phone with me so I can get some some. Uh, some information. Yes. If, if yeah, you let that happen, I'd be grateful. Yeah, she will. Right, She'll Craig. get back on the phone with you and All tell right. you how to get us. God, God bless you. Go USA. Go Trump. <laughs> All right. Go. That's right. And you listen. That's travel it. safe, brother. Thank you. God bless you, my friend. Okay. Okay. And uh, so now we're gonna say hello to who we have. Edison. Edison on the line, and uh, and we do have other open lines. Eight zero four four five four one three six six is the number. Eight zero four. Four five four one three six six. Edison, how you doing there, brother Craig? How you doing, sir? I am absolutely fantastic. What's on your mind today? Well, I, I didn't have nothing on my mind. I had a lot on my mind this morning, <laughs> and the Lord put it on my heart to, to read, uh, uh, you know, Micah in, in the Bible. And I was reading, and this morning, and then you came on the radio, and we were talking about this. I wanted to expand on you something. You know, my accountability partner uh, in the church. Uh, told me he wanted me to go to have this Bible study. And I go frequently at a, at a place uh, here in Richmond. Uh, it's a Barnes and & Nobles. And I just sit there sometimes. I said, well, why would I go there? There's nothing black there. I said, just go there. And I said, well, I don't know anybody. And he said, well, I want you to go. I sat there at a the table, and I drank coffee, and I take my Bible. There was a couple of young men that were sitting there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope I'm not boring you with this story. But anyway. You know, no, go go right ahead. Men, they, were, they were both 23. and. and, mm-hmm. and 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 I thought, well, what could an old boy like me do? And, uh, now, we we do have a minute to break, but you go right ahead with your story. Okay, right. Okay, I got the time. And you're all sitting there, and all of a sudden, the young men were talking, and, and I overheard a conversation. And, and then I interjected for some reason. The Lord put it on my heart. I, I really should wait till after the break. Uh, you know, uh, uh, it would take a little bit of, not long, but a minute to get the full. But anyway, the young man was contemplating suicide. And, and the other young man, you know, I started talking to him, and I didn't know what I was doing. And the young man said, I've been praying that somebody would come, and I didn't know what to do. And I just started telling him about things. Everything that the Bible had told me that day and, and spoke to my heart, and, and the young man, he, uh, he he came to know the Lord. I know that in my heart. His father, it, it's, it's, a, it's a strange, strange story, but it's amazing what one time it's, it's one powerful, person can do and encourage powerful. somebody. Now, Hold tight. We we we're 15 seconds from break now. Go ahead. I'll but I hold do want to. We'll we'll talk about this on the other side of the break. But you just That's fine. you hold tight. Okay. We're gonna take our top of the hour break, Richmond. You're listening to your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. A man and his microphone, Brother Craig. <laughs> Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog Radio Program, The Really Real Deal. And, uh, folks, we're having a really, really fantastic Big Dog Really Real Deal program here. Uh, Really, uh, this is actually a hatchet man special here as we celebrate the coming 
uh, Holy Week, all, all throughout actually the, the Lenten season, uh, we've been taking a little time, a little bit of break away from politics and social commentary and focusing a little bit more on spreading the good news. And, um, and so we, and, and as it turns out today in our first hour, uh, we've ha- we've not had an opportunity to get to a whole whole lot of politics. Well, we touched on it a little bit with the first uh, our interview uh, with Matt Walsh, but uh, I do want to mention uh, that uh, as as I've told you guys for quite some time, the Hatchet Man had really really severe back pain, not for months, not for years, folks, for decades. Okay, I and I mean really really. And uh, Mrs. Hatchet uh, has had to tend to me many, many days, okay? But I have someone new to tend to me now. All right, Dr. Nelson Gregory, and he is really, I would have to say, the world's greatest chiropractor. And I know that may be hyperbole, but (laughs) certainly he's Richmond's greatest chiropractor. Now, if you too have back pain, and I'm going to tell you, chiropractic care is good for a lot of things other than just back pain, okay? A lot of things, all right? But uh, richmondchiropracticsolutions.com is the website. Now, Dr. Gregory, he's been doing this for many, many years. Really, really good at what he does. Very centrally located, uh, about three or four minutes off of 64 in Midtown. He's about two minutes, maybe less than that, really. He's two blocks from St. Mary's Hospital on Bremo Road, all right? Uh, and he's in the Bremo Medical Center. But go online, check him out, richmondchiropracticsolutions.com, or just call 288-0582, 288-0582. I ask you to do one thing, all right. Tell Dr. Gregory the hatchet man told you to call him, okay? So <laughs> enjoy and feel better. And now, with that, we want to mention to, uh, first of all, we want to mention to Tommy, we, we lost you, Tommy, uh, with a, a telephone mix-up, but, uh, and Tommy is driving, uh, just picked the program up and called in, and thank you again, by the way, Tommy. He's on his way back to Florida, and you can get the program uh, online, 820 AM, oh, I'm sorry, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Dot com is how you get us online. And, uh, of course, to get me, you can just Google Brother Craig the Hatchet Man. I'm also president of the First Amendment, Inc. Uh, you can go to um, the Virginia Free Citizen and click on the First Amendment tab, and you will see many, not all of the articles I've written, but many of the articles I've written are there archived at the Virginia Free Citizen. Just click on the First Amendment tab. And with that, we want to welcome back again uh, Edison here. Edison, are you still with us? Yes, sir, Brother Craig. I still am with you. Yes, oh, okay, sir. good, good. Now, also, but before you go back, let me give the number out again, 804-454-1366. We do have several open lines, 804-454-1366. A lot we can talk about, politics, Easter, uh, Christian issues. Uh, you know how I break it down to you all out there. Uh, we're talking to and about, in favor of, and in support of the Christian, conservative, constitutional, capitalistic coalition. And uh, we have a good, strong Christian man here who, uh, prior to the break, you were sharing how your accountability partner told you to go to 
uh, Barnes and Noble and you found someone that was on the verge of suicide. And so you just happened to be there. Well, what it is is, uh, yes, uh, I, my accountability partner told me to uh, start a Bible study. And, and I said, well, where at? He says, well, you like going over to Barnes & Noble. I said, yeah. He says, well, take your Bible and go there and invite some people. I said, well, I don't know a lot of people would like to come. It's just like you, uh, Brother Greg. I, you know, I was looking for some inspiration one day, and I prayed, and I uh, turned on the radio, and there you were. I've been listening well, to God you for several you. months now. <laughs> well, yes, sir, I've been listening to you for several months, and you know, when I first called up, I was somewhat obstinate, didn't want to agree with what you were saying, and then I got open-minded, and I became willing, and I listened, and I thought, well, wait a minute, this makes sense, uh, it sounds like a, it's something to this, uh, this man is not uh, being obstinate, he, he's, he, you know, you were out talking out of the, out of the scriptures, and, and anyway, but what I wanted to say was this, I, I went over there, and, and God tells us sometimes to go somewhere and, and, and just sit down and shut up sometimes just shut up and then sometimes he gives us something to do but i was sitting there i was listening to a young man and we're talking about phones and cell phones and mm-hmm. a long time uh you know like this one young man was saying well I, you know my phone doesn't last for two hours and i was listening to him and i'll start and i said let me ask you something all due respect i says who in the world would want a phone that lasts for two hours he says, well we play these games and this sort of thing and i said well you know and he would tell me all about this and i said well what about god why does he fit into you and he looked at me and this one guy was smiling. This one kid was smiling. Twenty-three year old. He's a kid to me. Mm-hmm. And the other one's twenty-three. And I was. And the other guy looked shocked. And, and he was telling me about. It. He said, "Well, we're trying to do something." This and the other guy. Come find out. This young man had never met this other young man. And it was the first time he met him. He came to Richmond to meet him at the Barnes and Noble. They'd been talking over uh, over the online for almost six years. Oh wow! And the young man was contemplating suicide. Mm. And the young man across from me said, "said uh, Well, I've been praying that God would send somebody to talk to us." talk to him and there you were well well, well god and, bless you edison look you'd be good but i wanted to say one thing you know it says we have not a you know that we don't fight against blood and flesh against the spiritual weakness in high places mm-hmm. and i thought about that for a while but then a, another gentleman that i met told me says don't say what edison instead of saying that say this i'm in a position awaiting a blessing Amen. instead of saying that and i am Thank All you for right. blessing me. God bless you. God, God bless you, too. And look, I appreciate your very kind words, and you keep doing what you're doing, brother. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye now. All right. And now uh, we're going to – oh, okay. We, we lost. Okay, just call back John. Uh, John, a gentleman, uh, when my wife and I went to the movie The Case for Christ uh, yesterday, my wife and I met uh, John and, and – and, and Carolyn, and uh, just a wonderful, wonderful couple, and we just uh, struck up a conversation, and um, and so now John has just called the program, but for some reason uh, the phone, we got disconnected. And what we're going to do, we're going to take uh, a break here, uh, John, and so just call back 804-454-1366 is the number, or anyone else out there that like would like to call in and uh, discuss uh, issues in the news or uh, the, the the coming Holy Week season, uh, what Lent means to you, or if you have a, a, a Christian testimony, uh, we would just love to uh, to hear it. That was a powerful uh, testimony we just got from Edison uh, there, and uh, we really appreciate that. So uh, feel free to call back, John, and uh, we're going to take uh, our first break of this second hour. We will be right back, Richmond. A man and his microphone, Brother Craig. When Christ shall come with shout of acclamation and 
take me home What joy shall fill my heart Then I shall bow In humble adoration And then proclaim My God, how great Thou art And then sings my soul My Savior God to Thee How great Thou art How great Thou art Then sings my soul My Savior God to Thee How great Thou art How great Thou art How great Thou art How great Thou art Hello Virginia Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, TheFirstAmendmentInc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you.
say folks uh the the end of the beginning and uh and of course that was david phelps powerful Ooh, that guy has a set of lungs on him and prior to the break we had uh lauren daigle uh with her version of how great thou art and uh, we want to say welcome back to the program folks and uh you heard our little giving uh ad there uh give somewhere give generously and give often and, uh, hey, as we like to say, if a little bit of that giving happens to fall our way, we will put it to good use. And uh, welcome back to the program, folks, your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, uh, Brother Craig. And uh, not really doing a whole lot of hatchetating today. We, <laughs> we're doing a little more spreading the good news today. Uh, and I guess that's appropriate being uh, we're in uh, the Easter season uh, coming up on Holy Week. And uh, we would love to hear from you out there, 804-454-1366. And uh, feel free to call up if you'd like to uh, get get the hatchet man back on the uh, political thing. We'll, we'll be happy to do that, too. And uh, But so much um, uh, going back to uh, where I was earlier with um, this week in history, okay, uh, Again, you go back to warfare, and we, we, we like to talk about spiritual warfare, but that it, it sometimes takes a physical form. And as we started out with uh, uh, April of 1453, Mehmet II uh, began his siege of Constantinople, and, and then they renamed the city Istanbul. Well, in, in April of 1655, the Barbary pirates were at it. Uh, so again, like like I've been saying for years, folks, this uh, Islam uh, Christianity battle it's not new. Okay, it's it's just it's just not new, and it's always their side that's starting uh, the war. Uh, but the Battle of Postage Farina, the English fleet uh, beat the Barbary pirates, and so uh, and now we have uh, who we have Larry. Uh, Larry, what's on your mind, brother? Well, sir, all I can tell you is on your western flank, everything <laughs> is quiet on the western front. Amen. Uh, I, want... <laughs> I know you got it battened down, brother, uh, out there in Louisa <laughs> County. And it's, it's amazing. This is a really big signal. Uh, of all the radio stations I've been on, Larry, this one has the biggest signal. We go from you out there in the west in Louisa County. We go east to Hampton Newport News. We go north to uh, the King's Dominion area, and we go south, believe it or not, all the way to the Virginia-Carolina border, down where I was actually the moderator of the governor's debate uh, Thursday night. Okay, so, uh, and we just had a blast. And I'm telling you, Corey Stewart and Frank Wagner, they knocked it out of the park. And I'm going to tell you another thing, uh, Larry. When I asked them the Christian question, they both knocked it out of the park, okay? And um, they just, uh, I mean, in very in a very sincere way, okay? I did not feel like either man was uh, trying to be a Christian. Uh, you know, like you say, some folks are Sunday morning Christians, and then some elected officials are election season Christians. I mean, they gave really, really, I thought, uh, sincere, heartfelt, and very well thought out answers to, to to the questions you know and i put it to them man it was it was great it was great but what's on your mind 
Well, sir, I have three points to make, if you don't mind. I borrowed it from a Mr. Muhammad that used to call you on the other station, but... Oh, that's a long time ago. (laughs) That's a long time ago. And I just wanted to make three points with you. One, I want to thank you for focusing on spiritual matters this week because um, a lot of people are caught up in bunnies and pastel colors and chocolates this time of season. And two, I consider you my pastor because you're my... You're my dose of blood every week. You're oh, my plasma wow. open in my body. Yeah, and now I keep getting called pastor, but I'm just a layman, brother. Maybe, well, but maybe that's the Lord's I, trying I, to tell you something. See, <laughs> maybe the Lord's trying to send you a message, brother Craig. Well, thank you. That's uh, a very um, <laughs> that's very humbling, and uh, love. Mrs. Hatchet is looking at me now, brother. <laughs> well, sir, you, you got like that, like that song from the Jeffersons. You're moving on up. Oh. So, so you got to, you got to remember. And three, I was wondering if you could play a couple of contemporary Christian songs next week, since we're still in the Easter season. One is "Rise Again" by Dallas Home, okay. and the other one is "He's Alive" by Don Francisco. Oh, okay. Well, Mrs. Hatchet is taking notes, brother. Yeah. Well, now, how did you like uh, how how did you like David Phelps? Sir, that woke me up. <laughs> to me, to me, to me, if there's a song that wakes you up, you know, like "Busted" by Ray Charles or "Going Up to the Spirit in the Sky" um, by Everett Greenbaum. I don't know if you ever heard that, but I think you'd no, like I that haven't. one with a spiritual message. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that was uh, that was that was powerful. I mean, someone sent that song in my Facebook feed uh, two or three weeks ago. And I mean, I just started sending it out and um, what do you call it? Reposting it. And everyone that saw it yes. just loved it. I was like, wow, we got to get that on the program. So and uh, yeah, one, as a matter of fact, we're going to try to reach out to him and get an interview with him. We have Lee Strobel. Well, actually I'm not sure who they're going to send. We've reached out to the uh, movie production company, uh, that made the movie uh, The Case for Christ, which my wife and I were blessed to see yesterday. And so uh, we never know who they're, who they're going to send from the publicity department. And we've requested that we get Lee Strobel, the author of the book. Uh, so we, we don't know if they're going to send us uh, Mr. Strobel or if someone that was in the movie, the director and actor. Uh, we, we're not sure. But I, I would just really, really love to interview Lee Strobel. So we, we are... Exactly. We're looking forward to that. Was that a good movie? It was great. You got to go, brother. You got to go. And you know, I've been praying for you for years, Larry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sir, I need all the prayer I can get. So yeah. you know. Uh... Now, Larry, that's an improvement because I remember the very first time I told you I was praying for you. Do you remember? <laughs> well, sir, I, that's I've an improvement. Coming... Sir, I've been coming to you for confession for about three or four years, and I've been needing you testifying. So uh, I'll put it to you this way. I may not remember it, but I'm not going to deny it. So I'm going long with it. (laughs) Well, God bless you, brother. And uh, look, if if your church, if you you haven't recommitted to a church home yet, and I know you're in Louisa, it's a pretty good hike for you to come all the way out to um, Hanover County. But um, I would just love to see you again, to see your big smiling face and that shiny head. 
Uh, right, <laughs> it like Charlie Brown. Yeah, yeah I, I would love, I would love to see you again, brother, at uh, at Fairmount Christian Church. We're having sunrise service uh, at uh, six thirty, uh, and the, and the church is located on Creighton Road, uh, right at two ninety five, and we're on the Hanover side. Uh, so you would take Creighton Road east, okay, and uh, a quarter mile or less, uh, and we're right there on the right hand side. Okay. So you said Creighton Road East, a half a mile, a quarter mile. It's like as soon as you get quarter. off the exit, the church is right there. Okay. Left so, hand side. Yeah, okay. Six, six thirty a.m. A lot of us are going to actually be there at six o'clock a.m. But uh, service starts. Sunrise service starts at six thirty, and then throughout the day, on any regular Sunday, there is a, a an eight fifteen service, a nine thirty service. And then at 11 o'clock, there are two services, one traditional and one contemporary, okay? And so, uh, the, the, as a matter of fact, the 815 service is traditional, and the 930 service is contemporary. And then at 11 o'clock, there's, there's two services. The place is huge, so it's uh, plenty of room to have multiple services going on. And the uh, pastoral staff is uh, just unbelievable. The people are just so warm and friendly. And then after each service, because it, it's really it's a huge place, and it's hard to get to know people in a large setting like that. So there are all these little breakout groups or Bible study where folks can kind of form uh, closer friendships and have more uh, discussions. So uh, I just uh, extend that not only to you, Larry, but to all the listeners out there, and particularly— what? From any church, you're welcome to come to the sunrise service because a lot of churches in the area will not have a sunrise service. They'll have their regular service, but perhaps not a sunrise service. So that, that we extend that for Easter Sunday. Well, thank you, Brother Craig. And once again, what's the name of the church again? I got everything written Fair, down. But that. Fairmount Christian Church. Okay, yes. sir, I've got it down. All right. God bless you, brother. Keep calling. Be well, sir. Yeah, I, I, I feel good about my western flank. <laughs> well, so, so we've got the rocket launchers. We've got the chariots ready if they okay. start coming. God bless you, All brother. Right. All yes, right. Sir. All right, Virginia. We're going to take our bottom of the hour break, and we will be right back. A man and his microphone. Brother Craig. Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog Radio Program, The Really Real Deal. And uh, having a really real deal day today is almost like we're having church here. So uh, it's, um, hey, and it's the uh, the right season uh, for that, folks. As we've been saying all throughout the Lent season, that uh, if Easter's not real, then Christmas is not real. And so we just feel uh, honored and privileged to be able to share a little bit of the good news. And uh, I promise you, folks, next week, well, no, actually, nope, 
I promise you, week after next, okay, we'll get back on politics, okay? Because, uh, you know, the, tomorrow, of course, is Palm Sunday. But then next Saturday when I'm on the air, uh, we will be uh, the day before Easter. And as a matter of fact, next Saturday we're going to have uh, – uh, pastor Rick Rains is going to join us, and uh, he's, he's of course, the senior pastor uh, out at Fairmount uh, Christian Church. And, uh, and we have there's another author that we have uh, also uh, who will be joining us uh, next, next week. And uh, it, it's a book about Israel, and so we're looking uh, very much forward uh, to that interview. And again, the number is 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. Now, I'm going to get back on um, this week in history. Again, so much, so much. And I think where I left off was April 4th, which, uh, of course, in 1968 was the assassination of the late, great Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., uh, a man of peace, if ever there was one. You know, and it. Uh, anytime I hear the name of Dr. King, I'm reminded of the words of Paul that uh, there is no, and I'm m- modifying the words to fit the modern times, but there is no black, no white, no male, no female, no Jew, no Gentile, all are one in Christ. And the poverty pimps and the pulpit pimps, and and I and I mean that. Okay, it's just it's not just a cute phrase. It's an accurate description of what these people do. Pulpit pimp preachers and poverty pimp politicians. They misappropriate Dr. King's name. And every time there's uh, an issue which human beings always have and always will have issues between People. And if I'm telling you, folks, if one is brown and one is white, they come out of the woodwork and, and it's racism. And these these pulpit pimp preachers can never, ever, ever rise to the level of Dr. King, who spoke about character, not color. OK. And he prayed for the day when his little children would grow up in a world where they were judged by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. And today, People, all they want to talk about on the on the left is a divide and conquer tactic uh, where you're, this person is browner than that person. And it, it's absolutely ridiculous. But uh, this great man was martyred uh, this week in history, 1968. And going way back to 46 B.C., April 6th, now, Julius Caesar defeated Scipio and Cato the Younger in the Battle of Thapsus. Uh, also, April 6th, 1652, the Cape Colony, the first European settlement in South Africa, was established by the Dutch East India Company under John of Rybeek. And um, that's, you know, that, that's significant, okay? Now, I'm, I'm going to let that one hang out there. Okay, and I'm gonna give the phone number again because we got we got a few more to get to. But if someone wants to take the hatchet man up on it, the number is 804-454-1366. 804-454-1366. And uh, and again now, April 6, 1889, George Eastman began selling Kodak film. And again, we get back to capitalism, the the greatness of capitalism, and the creative destruction of capitalism. Those good jobs at the Eastman Kodak plant, they're gone. Why? 
you have digital now. Okay, folks have invented something better. I'm sitting here Facebooking live with my cell phone. Okay, I mean, it's so, I mean, why keep doing the old thing when the new thing is better? Also, April 6th, uh, this time 1994, the Rwandan genocide began. Uh, Tutsi and Hutu. Now, what would the uh, race hustlers say about that? They're both black, okay? Killing each other, 900,000 people killed, not with guns, not with bombs, not with poison, with machetes, okay? Now, of course, the big one, April 7th. Now, scholars give an estimate. Uh, and I, I tend to kind of disagree with this estimate, but they say it was the year 30. I would think it would be the year 33. But they, they say it's April 7th, the date for the crucifixion of Jesus Christ by Roman troops in Jerusalem. Okay? A lot happened this week in history. I will submit to you folks, nothing in the universe happened that was more important than that April almost 2,000 years ago, okay? Nothing. Nothing was as important. And uh, so did we, uh, okay, call, well, we, we had a little hang-up there, but call or feel free to call back, 804-454-1366 is the number, all right? 804-454-1366. And so... Now we finally, finally get to um, get to a place where we can uh, cover a little bit of the politics of the day. Uh, but before we do that, I would like to mention again uh, my wonderful chiropractor. And, and as a matter of fact, not only wonderful chiropractor, but good friend, okay? Dr. Nelson Gregory, RichmondChiropracticSolutions.com, RichmondChiropracticSolutions.com fantastic chiropractor and as i've been telling you folks um the hatchet man had severe severe back pain and it's not on, not only is my back feeling better i'm feeling better in many many other ways and i i understand that chiropractic care has a lot of other uh benefits because all your nerve endings run through your spine and when that pressure gets released in your back uh the places where those uh spinal cord cords uh, go to, uh, a lot of times those areas of your body, they improve also. So check him out. He is located just two blocks from St. Mary's Hospital on Bremo Road, okay? Very centrally located, two or three minutes off of 64, uh, the, uh, the West Broad Street exit. So with that said, again, 804-454-1366. Now, a little bit of um, the politics. Uh, as we as we said earlier in the program, I was blessed, uh, privileged, and honored to be the moderator for Thursday night's uh, governor's debate uh, out uh, out in Kenbridge, Virginia, that was put on by the uh, Lunenburg uh, GOP. And of course, Ed Gillespie didn't show up again. And so now I've gone to calling Ed. Um, <laughs> oh God, I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. Um, absentee Ed, okay? There's all these nicknames. Everyone has a different nickname for them. Establishment Ed, Scaredy Ed, I mean, Scaredy Cat Ed. I mean, they just have all these different names for Ed Gillespie. Um, you know, Establishment Fits, Absentee Fits, and uh, and Scaredy Cat Fits, okay? So, I mean, if the shoe fits, you don't have a choice but to wear it. 
And uh, but anyway, there's been as far as I know now, if there's been if he's attended more than two debates, you know, someone please call me up and correct me, please. But as uh, and again, 804-454-1366. I don't want to give out uh, any faulty information. But as far as I know, Ed Gillespie has attended two debates. And so far now, he skipped three debates. All right. I attended one at uh, Christ Church in Hanover County. Uh, and as a matter of fact, they say Ed chose the date and time for that one. And they had uh, three chairs on the stage, but he just didn't show up. All right. Now, at least for this one in Lunenburg, he gave advance notice that he was not going to show up. Now, I'm not sure about the, the third one, Life Church. Uh, in Hanover County. It was Life Church in in, in, uh, in Hanover County, in Mechanicsville. So three debates so far, Ed Gillespie uh, has not now has not shown up. Now, if you include our live on-air debates one-on-one, which the other candidates had agreed to, even uh, Denver Riggleman and our prayers, we please, we want to send prayers to Denver Riggleman's family because uh, – he had to drop out because he has a family member that uh, has gotten cancer, got, got a diagnosis of cancer. And so he decided he needed to focus on family, which was the appropriate thing. And so our prayers certainly go out to the Denver Riggleman family. And, uh, but prior to uh, Mr. Riggleman dropping out, he and uh, Senator Frank Wagner and Corey Stewart had all three agreed to come on this program live and do a series of one-on-one debates, okay? And Ed Gillespie is the only guy that would not do it. So now for Thursday night's debate, he claimed he was out of the state and probably was, okay, uh, raking in all the money and uh, because he wants to be a repeat of uh, a little jab, a low-energy jab. Low-energy jab was, a you know, like a little itty-bitty kid up on the stage, but a six-foot-three-inch little itty-bitty kid. Isn't that something? <laughs> and, uh but all that money and all those endorsements and the pedigree, you know, uh, brother, former president, father, former president, uh, grandfather, former senator, all that pedigree. And, you know, things got so tough for him, he had to call his mama. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mommy, uh, Donald Trump is talking about people. <laughs> I mean, you know, all that money. Okay. You would think that the people that were donating all that money would find an, an onion toter, okay, uh, to donate that money to, all right? And when I say onion toter, baby pearls don't count, all right? And uh, But no, instead of finding an onion toter to give that money to, they donate all that money to a low-fat Republican, okay? Zero grams onion power, zero grams ability to think outside the box, Zero grams common sense. Zero grams keeping up with the times, okay? But, I mean, but his mama? I mean, come on now. Give me a break, all right? I mean, if you were on the playground and were being pushed around and you called your mama, you know. Now, come on out there, folks. What what would Now, tell the truth out there. I, I would bet you money that there is someone out there that was on the playground and can remember calling mama and then the, 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 the bigger boys, they just went, went on you that much harder. Okay. But, uh, you know, Trump went after him 
and the man called his mama. I mean, you, folks, you just can't. A Hollywood screenwriter couldn't make this up. All right. Now, what does the Virginia Republican Party do? Now, this is you talking about one year ago, all this happened. OK, the man had all the endorsements. He had all the money. And he was one of the first people to get kicked off the stage. Little Jeb Bush. Here we go again. The grand old Republicans have not learned their lesson, okay? And so the grand old Republicans are giving all the money and all the endorsements to who? Establishment Ed Gillespie, absentee Ed Gillespie. And, folks, the results are going to be the same, all right? Because the era in which we live, the, the, the times are so harsh, the times are so tough, the challenges are so huge that face this nation and this commonwealth that people demand an onion toter, okay? And particularly since we have an onion toter in the White House. And I don't mean baby pearls. I mean onions, folks. Show enough onions, okay? You saw onions on display uh, Thursday night, okay? While I, while I was managing a debate and while Corey Stewart and Frank Wagner uh, were going at it, and a lot of time they were going after Ed Gillespie, uh, what was Donald Trump doing? He was dangling a set of onions in front of the Chinese president right while they were having dinner. The, the, the 59 Tomahawk missiles went into Syria, okay? And now I'm not going to debate uh, the efficacy of the attack, the, uh, the facts on the ground, because I lack intel to say whether those chemical attacks were actually done by Bashar Assad or whether he was being set up, okay? I'm looking into it, but I've learned that um, you, you have to, you, re you really have to be careful. And I care very much about my reputation because, folks, I'm the only news analyst in the United States of America that predicted Dave Bratt would beat Eric the Great. And I'm one of the few that predicted Donald Trump. As a matter of fact, not only did I predict Trump, I predicted Trump, Cruz, and Carson. And I wrote an article of that title. Actually, I had the, uh, the order was reversed. What was it? Trump Carson Cruz champion material is the title of an article I wrote uh, in January of last year. Okay, so I very early on, I knew it was going to be an outsider. And I further wrote that. Now, I was hoping Cruz could pull it out, but I did write that if Ted Cruz did not stop being nice to Donald Trump and bring a set of onions to match Trump, that we were going to have President Trump, and that's what happened. Ted Cruz left his onions at home, and Donald Trump brought his, okay? And so we have President Trump. Same thing, folks, is going to happen in Virginia. You have Corey Stewart and Frank Wagner, both fine gentlemen, both onion toters, both have won, have never lost an election, and they're winning in areas that are dominated by Democrats. The exact same thing. The Republican Party claims that they want. And so, but Ed Gillespie has never won an election. Never. Okay. And he lost against Mark Warner in a year when Republicans won in Maryland, in Massachusetts, and in Illinois. Okay. That's real tough to lose in that environment. But Ed Gillespie managed to lose. Okay. Now we have a caller on the line, uh, Mike, but hold on before we get Mike. Uh, hold on, Mike. We've got our last break of the program. We're going to take this break, and we'll get you, and we'll wrap up the program with Mike. 
A Man and His Microphone. Brother Craig. And I will tell the whole world about you. You cross, by the light, the beauty of the cross. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, thefirstamendmentinc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. song Shirley Caesar folks holy 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 and uh, as we come up on holy week very appropriate song welcome back to the program Virginia for the final segment of the really real deal and we have a really real Mike on the line who has something to say about uh the Republicans there Mike are you calling them uh low-fat Republicans uh yeah yeah <laughs> Hatchet Man, remember what they did to Cuccinelli. Yes. They're the reason that we have what we have as governor today. You know what, Mike? I brought in, as a matter of fact, I brought that up as I moderated the debate. I put that question to the candidates and I asked them both, would they um, would they enforce discipline on the Republicans that endorsed Terry McAuliffe? And and, uh, amazingly, Mike, Will Sessions, the mayor of Virginia Beach, endorsed Terry McAuliffe and probably did not know that Terry McAuliffe was the money man, the manager of Bill Clinton's reelection uh, campaign. He was the national finance chair, and he managed all that illegal money that came in from China in exchange for what? Nuclear missile technology. The Chinese nuclear nuclear tip missiles used to be very inaccurate. Aimed at us. Brother right. Craig. I wrote articles about that, too. If I don't know if you recall, but I wrote two articles about that. Now, it's partly Ken's blame because I begged Ken 
to beat that drum over and over and over again. And I know that the grand old Republicans, the low-fat Republicans, they stabbed them in the back. But had Ken brought a pair of onions to the fight rather than his just his intellect and this Boy Scout thing that I'm trying to get Republicans to get rid of, really? Ken could have pulled it out without the grand old Republicans. Yeah. Okay, so you had well, both those things working against Ken Cuccinelli. It was still a close race. And yes. one other thing in closing, are you still with me? Yes, go right ahead. God will not be mocked. Yes. I see in 1940 I was born in Philadelphia, and I was born in the United States of America. Today I feel like I'm living in the United States of Sodom and Gomorrah. Wow. Now that's okay, powerful. friend? And that's in a so-called Christian nation. I'm yes. wondering, what is this Christianity? Where is this Christianity? Is it just a name only? Is that what it is? No. Because it's, it's not obvious in the life of this country. It's everywhere. So something is wrong, Brother Craig, and something has to be done about it. Because, like I say, God will not be mocked. Thank you for letting me vent. Have a nice Easter if I don't talk to you again before them, and God bless you. Okay, <laughs> thank, thank you, Mike. Now, Mike, are you still there? Okay, Mike is gone. Yeah, I just want to extend, Mike, I'm going to tell you where, uh, uh, as far as I know, there, there are plenty of good Christians around. They're, they're a little more timid than I would like. For years and years and years, I've been trying to get Christians to understand that we don't have to be pacifists. And as a matter of fact, Corey Stewart gave an excellent answer in that debate. Both gentlemen, when I put the Christian question to them, they took slightly different um, takes on it, but they and I kind of combined the the it, the questioning. Uh, it was I was up against the clock and it was at the end, so I had to kind of put those two questions together about uh, enforcing discipline on uh, the Republican Party and maybe kicking out people like uh, Bill Bolin, um, uh, Mayor Will Sessions of Virginia Beach, and former Senator uh, John Warner. And uh, but simultaneously, if discipline is for is enforced on people who defect and go over to the enemy and they are the enemy, they are not the loyal opposition like it was in gentler times in America. Mike is exactly right. We're like Sodom and Gomorrah and it's being pushed by the Democrats. Not that Republicans are, are pure and free from sin. No one is. But as a political party and a political movement, it is the coalition of evil to include the Democrat Party leadership, the Muslim fundamentalists, the communists, the fascists, the atheists, the radical homosexuals, all these people coming together, redefining what is a boy, what is a girl, what is sex, what is marriage, what, when does life begin, okay? They're redefining all of this. They're taking God out of the seat of being God and they're putting themselves in that seat, okay? And so uh, what, what, what is incumbent upon these people in leadership is to, to work both sides of that equation, enforce discipline, but then afterwards we still need one another and we have to unite. And so I asked them, how do you thread that needle? How do you, how do you enforce discipline and then pull the coalition together because the, the coalition of evil, they stay united, okay? Even though the Muslim will take the homosexual and throw him off the roof, they still vote with each other in a coalition. And on our side, 
we'll fight each other just because we are of a different denomination of the Christian faith. And so we have this circular firing squad. And and I'm telling you, uh, Mike, both gentlemen gave great answers, okay? Now, admittedly, uh, they were slightly different. Uh, Senator Wagner being a, um, you know, an older gentleman, uh, being a baby boomer, uh, his answer was more on the coalition side. And Corey Stewart being uh, a Gen Xer like me, his answer was more on the discipline side. But I'm telling you, they both knocked it out of the park, okay? And I can't wait to get the uh, video uh, properly edited so that I can get it up on social media and disseminate it. There already is an uncut version out there, but I, I want to, uh, you know, folks are not going to sit and watch that thing for an hour and 40 minutes. So I'm going to have it chopped up and, and put out there. But anyway, uh, that has to be the final word. We're 30 seconds from the end of the program. And uh, we do want to uh, mention uh, next week we're going to have Reclaiming Israel's History, uh, Roots, Rights, and the Struggle for Peace by David Brog. And, uh, and then we're going to have Pastor Rick Rains of Fairmount Christian Church. Uh, we'll see you next week, folks. Same hatchet time, same hatchet station. Cause there ain't no doubt